Snowcast. I'm your host, Nick McEachern, and even though I took last week off for a much-needed skication, we're back today for a quick update on backcountry conditions and a conversation with Snowcast regular guest, Jack Staus. But before we get going, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in this season. I'll probably continue to release weekly episodes from now until the end of March, and maybe another few in April if the skiing is still decent. Moving forward, I'd appreciate any leads you might have on sponsorship for the Snowcast. Whether it's financial help or season supply of cold beer and warm burritos, let me know your ideas and connections. While I'll never put the pod behind a paywall, the truth is I've learned it's quite a bit of work to produce a decent episode. And even though I enjoy a good passion project, getting compensated in some way would be pretty nice. So as you probably know, the DMs are always open on Instagram or just shoot me an email at solidsnowcast at gmail.com. Thanks for being here, and I can't wait to see how this podcast grows over the next few winters. Since our last episode, a lot of folks have reached out to me to talk about communicating with other parties while in the backcountry. I think this is a critical piece to backcountry safety as our sport continues to grow. In fact, ski touring and splitboarding are the fastest growing parts of the snow sports industry, and this topic will continue to be a theme of the pod. I plan to do a few episodes covering this. I'd like to talk about the best approach to classic lines in the Wasatch. I'd also like to discuss, more generally, top-down versus bottom-up approaches and the etiquette for what this means in our mountain range. With that being said, at the end of the day, Doing things like carrying a radio and talking to other skiers and riders is just a small piece of the puzzle. Most avalanche incidents are caused by a series of poor decisions, usually related to terrain. And if you really want to stay safe in the backcountry, then you'll have to do a lot more than just communicate well. Anyways, I appreciate the feedback and input. It gave me a lot to think about, and while I'm still processing the best way to talk about this topic, I'll be sure to do something soon. Jack Staus is up next with our backcountry update. Stay tuned. All right, so as I mentioned, I've been out of town recently and wanted to bring my friend and frequent Snowcast guest Jack Staus on the show this week to chat about the Wasatch. Jack, as always, thanks for your help with the podcast. Hey, Nick. Yep, no worries. Glad to be back. Um, it's like to chat about snow and skiing. All right. So to start, in my eyes, we've officially begun our transition out of what we like to call deep winter, and we're entering this kind of late winter, almost early spring time where we can really see just about any type of conditions and avalanche problems. This time of year, our mountains are usually shaped by big weather events and longer days with more intense solar radiation. All of this, of course, has a big influence on our snowpack, stability, and backcountry conditions. Jack, we know there's a storm at our doorstep, and we'll get to that later on, but to start, one of my favorite expressions is that today's snow surface is tomorrow's weak layer. I like this expression because it encourages us to get out into the mountains and evaluate the snowpack on a regular basis, especially before incoming storms. So I know you've been getting out a lot. What have you been finding? Yeah, cool. Um, so depending on elevation and aspect, I think there's been a 
a bit of variety, mostly because of, um, well, I wouldn't even say variety. It's kind of uh, variable because there's been wind that has sort of impacted all the drainages in um, really wild and radical ways because the wind was so wild and radical. But for the most part, I've been seeing, um, yeah, some wind texture, uh, wind erosion, and then a lot of kind of like um, settled powder that's, to me, not expressing much in the way of faceting or weakening. So, uh, you know, generally speaking, I think I've, I've been happy at what I'm seeing, what the new snow is going to fall on. And I think that's been um, well documented in observations from the field as well. There's definitely some um, hard and soft wind slabs out and about. So those might get buried and could become, become problematic if people are traveling at the beginning of the storm. But um, for what it seems like there's uh, a relatively kind of quote unquote normal um, snowpack for the new storm to fall on. Mostly good news then. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and I think what that brings up for me is thinking about normal travel advice. Things like waiting 24-ish hours after big loading events at a minimum before stepping into some more consequential terrain. Kind of using those foundational terrain management and terrain selection tools that we like to talk about. Before last few days, how how have conditions been? Yeah, I think since um, probably, I don't know, two, maybe three weeks ago now, uh, we've had a series of storms that, uh, especially two weeks ago, um, put down really uh, kind of fun, stable powder skiing. And there were a few uh, aspects that had underlying issues, the south-southeast persistent weak layer to speak of with a couple of notable avalanches on that. But I think the last avalanche reported um, was in, on February 23rd. And it seems to me that mostly in the core of the Wasatch Mountains, we have a pretty deep and stable snowpack. And when these storms have come through, I think people have been able to get out in some really fun terrain and ski um, avalanche terrain in decent, if not, you know, all-time conditions. Um, and I've been able to find that. I have explored some new new drainages and new runs, which has been really cool. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's the kind of time of the winter that I think we all, that are backcountry skiers, um, use our, our patience game to wait for. So from spending all earlier winter um, kind of traveling really cautiously through uh, terrain, making um, conservative decisions based on the forecast and making good snow observations, we now have we've had a week or a couple weeks of being able to put that to use and being able to get out and actually go and explore and ski new runs or more exciting, if you will, runs. Um, so that's been really cool. And I'm, I'm psyched that, uh, you know, we got the storm door is kind of wide open now. And I think, you know, with maybe some high pressure in between storms, there'll be more opportunities for that. And in the meantime, you know, powder skiing, storm skiing. Um, yeah, it's been cool. It's been fun to get out and, and, uh, you know, definitely still mitigating risk by using um, really good uh, travel practices, traveling one at a time, um, assessing slopes before we drop in on them, um, communicating well with partners while we ski slopes or tra- or uh, travel through pitches that look like they're steeper or more wind-loaded. So still using, you know, really good travel practices. I've been measuring snow depths a lot this winter, just like going out and poking my probe down into the snow to see how deep places I'm traveling are. And this has been a really good tool to just kind of get an 
idea of what different drainages are looking like. Um, I think this has been the winter of grapple too. We've had a lot of grapple and I've found that in pits. I've seen it in avalanche incidents and observations. And I think as these storms continue to come in warm and windy, um, we'll probably continue to see grapple. So I'm kind of keeping that on the radar as well. Yeah, I think it's been super nice to see just the general arc of our season, right? Like you and I chatted in December and it was like, all right, let's get some snow. And then we chatted later on the season and it was like, all right, we have this pretty gnarly persistent week layer problem. And now we're touching base again. And it's great that people have been stepping out in some lines that haven't personally been like terrifying me to see people ski when I'm like out in the back I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe there's like tracks there. Like glad that, glad we kind of made it over the hump. I mean, I don't want to call it too soon because it's only March 1st today when we're recording, but it seems like we've kind of made it over that hump of like that deep winter kind of intermountain continentally snowpack that we were dealing with. And like you said, now it's our really our favorite time of year. We have more daylight to play around with. Uh, we can really work the aspects to ski them when they're good based on the amount of sunlight, um, based on the amount of yeah, solar radiation that they have. And when we get those breaks in between storms is really when the fun begins, I think. This is always the month that I try to capitalize on. You know, I try to build up my fitness and my stoke and snowpack obs all season. And then March rolls around and it's kind of game on, hopefully. Um, what do what does the next week or so, or maybe even the next 48 hours look like? What have you been seeing for like weather forecasts? Yeah, you know, I'm looking out my window here uh, in kind of Salt Lake Central right now, and I'm already seeing, I mean, in the last 24 hours, I've been seeing wind. Uh, it's definitely been a windy week. We had a little a bit of snow at the beginning of the week that actually skied pretty well in protect, protected areas. And it came with wind, and we are cont- continuing to blow. Um, there was a little lull at the upper elevations, but it's been pretty consistently um, quite windy. And I think this is just a prefrontal um bit of the storm that's coming in and it's going to continue to howl for the next especially i think through saturday um through saturday will be a very windy 24-hour period here um and that's yeah it's just kind of i think like a big spring storm and it hopefully will cool off it looks like at the end of um maybe the end of day saturday and a saturday night and then provide some better powder and less wind um affected snow i hope um, that's kind of what the forecast is looking like. And yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to just seeing how the storm comes in. And, um, yeah, I'll be, like I said, I've been skiing a lot of, a fair amount of avalanche terrain and a variety of drainages. And as the storm comes in, I'll, I'll step back, step back into the tree, into tree skiing and into kind of like assessment mindset. Um, and, uh, just see how it, how it comes in. Um, like I said, I think we have a fairly good snow surface for it to, for the new snow to fall onto, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to be you know, a massive loading event. Um, I think we're probably going to get a few feet of maybe two to three feet of snow, it seems like. Um, so a lot of it, that's a lot of moisture in two days and it could definitely make our, make our snowpack really interesting for a little while. And so, yeah, letting it, letting it come in, get out in the, get out in the storm and walk around. But yeah, I would say, especially tomorrow morning is going to be a very windy, (laughs) windy time to ski, ski here in the Wasatch. So it might be heads up as far as wind slabs go, but also just, um, 
kind of a challenging day to travel in the mountains. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to keep, to keep the storms coming in and then continuing to, to ski throughout the month of March. It is cool thinking about that, that, uh, trajectory, um, from the sake of our conversations this winter. Cause I do remember our first podcast, you asked me like what I had been skiing and it was, you know, maybe late November or something. And we had not very much snow yet. And, uh, I was kind of like, I was like, I like to ski in March <laughs> and here we are, it's March 1st. And, you know, we've got a lot of snow in the central Wasatch and, um, a lot more coming. So I'm excited to, yeah, take advantage of it and, um, have fun, try to, try to see, um, what sort of great mountain opportunities present themselves. But yeah, I think it's nice to look back at the winter and the snow history and be like, cool. I've like, we as a community have been relatively, um, well, people have been patient. Some people have not been patient. (laughs) Uh, and I think fortunately there was no bad incidents, but, um, here we are, we made it to the, the deep part of the winter deep snowpack whereas we're out of what you were calling the deep uh season rather yeah we have a huge height of snow out there hopefully it sticks around for a while i keep thinking about the podcast i did with alex a few weeks back and thinking about like dust from the great salt lake and trying to remain like really optimistic that maybe this is the year we get a really good spring corn cycle in the wasatch still haven't hasn't happened in the time i've lived here at least for a long period of time there's usually a few good days you can make it happen but um yeah you know if like this is why i try to not burn myself out on ski touring too much in early december when it's kind of sharky out there and try not to burn myself out in january when it's usually like higher avalanche danger and yeah we've kind of kind of made it to March, which is exciting. What are your plans for this week? Uh, yeah, I think, well, this weekend, I'll, like I kind of said, I think I'll probably get out tomorrow um, and just try to be in the storm and see what, what's going on. Uh, definitely ski Sunday and just watch the weather uh, for the middle of next week. And it looks like we'll have a couple, I wouldn't call them high pressure days, but more sun than snow, but I think still cold and um, snowy conditions. And then I think another storm probably next weekend. So probably just trying to get out a lot and yeah, same thing, kind of like look at what the snow's doing, um, understand what the snow surface is doing, see where we've seen a lot of like wind loading or, um, avalanches. So like go try to go look at, um, the Alpine and see where things are sliding. Um, if at all. Uh, so yeah, I'm just like to just kind of be in, be in the mountains and explore. And I have, yeah, of course, you know, we all have plans and goals and aspirations and just got to continue to be patient as the storms roll through and there's might be a window in there, but, um, yeah, I don't like to try to rush jumping into stuff if I can just like, you know, like to get some, get some information, get a lot of data points before I step back out into bigger terrain. Um, and what West it's, you know, usually the case early season. And then I have a similar mindset when it's storming hard like this, just kind of taking my time. Um, plus there's so much good skiing now, you know, you could kind of go in any drainage and find good tree skiing that's maybe out of the wind zone. Um, maybe steep enough. That's fun to ski, like maybe steeper than we would get on with, if there's a PWL, but not sustained paths or big slopes that are going to propagate wide if they have a lot of wind, wind loading. There have been a couple, there was a report of an avalanche yesterday in days, um, with a, person that was caught and carried and i think they got they got pretty lucky um they didn't get more injured than a split lip looks like 
Uh, so that's a good reminder that even if you are skiing when everything it seems pretty, you know, stable besides wind or storm slabs, uh, you can still easily go for a ride. And if you're in trees or over cliff bands, those can, um, I mean, I don't want to go for a ride anytime, but if there's terrain traps, then it can be more, um, serious. So yeah, with there's, with this amount of wind that I'm wa- watching happen right now, as well as knowing what's on in the forecast. Yeah. I'll be skiing trees and enjoying the storm with my friends. Perfect. I think I have a similar plan for next week and I hope to see you out there. Awesome. Thanks for coming on the show and thanks for the update, Jack. We'll be sure to touch base with you again on the snowcast. See ya. got for this week y'all we have an exciting week of weather ahead and i'm looking forward to recapping conditions on next week's episode i have a great lineup of guests for the next few weeks but if you have something you want to hear reach out and we can try to make it happen thanks for tuning in